Welcome to Sky Women. I'm your host, Dr. Carolyn Moyers, a wife, mom, and board-certified OB-GYN. This is a place to educate, empower, and inspire women. Join us each week as we share the power of women's stories. Real women, real stories, real inspiration. Put on your stretchy pants. Let's get going. Welcome to Sky Women, a podcast for real women, real stories, and real inspiration. We are so lucky to have Jessica Bowman with us today of Fort Worth Pelvic Health. She is a pelvic floor physical therapist. She has a doctorate from Texas Christian University, and she has opened her own boutique physical therapy clinic inside of inside of Restore and Revive. She is a wife and a working mom of three, so she fully understands the juggle and the emotional and physical toll that having children takes on our body and our mind. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about your journey into physical therapy, because you came from a family of physical therapists, right? I did. So um, my mother is a physical therapist and my father and my husband. So um, (laughs) I kind of, I say I kind of knew that I would always be a PT. I actually started my undergrad at TCU um, as pre-med. And so that was what I was going to do. And um, I loved all the courses and it was a good thing that all the courses kind of lined up with their similar courses that you take, especially for like, you know, prereq type stuff. And, um, we, husband and I got pregnant with our oldest, my junior year at TCU. She was a surprise. She is now 10, which I can't believe. And, uh, so my plans changed a little bit. I knew that residency would be very hard with an infant. And um, I switched my major at that time to PT, which always was an option for me. And I knew it was a career that I would love. And um, so yeah, finished TCU with an infant and then went on and got my doctorate in physical therapy with a toddler. So, um, you know, I, I, uh, I, I think it was the path that I was supposed to take for sure, but it was not always easy. Sure. So growing up, were you in and out of your mom and dad's offices and seeing what they were doing? Did you do some volunteer work? Yeah. So my parents uh, started with outpatient clinics. So they had, I want to say 10 or 11 outpatient clinics all around DFW when I was little. And I can remember vividly my dad taking me from clinic to clinic and I would nap on the therapy tables and that it was just so much fun you know I thought that's what every kid did you know um and you know they were so busy that they decided and I didn't know this until later in life to sell everything and to go into pediatric therapy and to start a pediatric therapy company um to have more time with us we were starting school they wanted to be able to pick us up from school and be off on holidays and breaks And so they started a company that contracts with school districts um, for special needs therapy. So um, that company is in, you know, 20, 30 school districts around this area. And um, so, yeah, I did a ton of volunteer work with them. I worked with my mom over the summer doing, you know, extended school year and, and, you know, just even down to payroll. I mean, I, you know, right. I, I kind of did it all. And uh, it was just for me, it was just time with my mom or my dad. So it was, yeah. you know, um, but I think that built, um, you know, this foundation in me to eventually 
start a business and didn't know it would be in physical therapy, but you know, it is. And so I think those were tools that um, are invaluable to me now for sure. Sure. They certainly groomed you for (laughs) owning your own business. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, and it's unique that they, they kind of found their niche. Right. Right. Yeah. To create the life that they wanted to set their priorities. I love that. Yeah. Those are also valuable lessons. I'm sure they passed on to you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did pediatric therapy for the first five years. Um, and I still do some pediatric therapy. I love it. Um, but you know, I wanted to be able to build my own schedule. I wanted to be able to take off when I needed to and to, you know, picking up my kids from school is huge. And so that's always a priority for me. And, um, so this has allowed me to do that while still getting to treat and to be hands-on and to do something that I love. So, right. So pelvic floor physical therapy has kind of become in vogue in recent years. Uh uh And so when did you kind of get a, a feel for this is, this is, um, there's a void here for women. Right. Yeah. So I think really treating, you know, pediatrics and you really get to know the family. A lot of times you're in the home or if they're coming into the hospital, you're with the same family for months at a time. And um, so you get to know them, you get to know their story. And a lot of moms were pregnant again, or, um, you know, they were having these issues that as I'm treating their child, they would talk to me about. And I knew that pelvic floor therapy was a thing. I just wasn't super familiar with the, you know, what we had in this area. And so I told him, Hey, have you looked into pelvic floor physical therapy? And yeah, I have, but there's just, there's, there's no one here or it's too far away from my home or, you know, X, Y, and Z. And that's when I decided there is a huge void to fill um, in Fort Worth. Fort Worth is a big enough town. You know, we have enough women that need this. And so I had started taking classes in my free time, which was, you know, very minimal, but (laughs) late in the evenings and on breaks on weekends, I would take my courses. Um, And, you know, a lot of times they're in different cities. So I'd go to Chicago or I'd go to, you know, wherever to take these courses. And I just continued to fall in love with it. And so um, that's kind of how I was introduced to it and, you know, had, had treated some here and there, but hadn't fully switched over to the pelvic floor world that I knew that was going to be a jump for me. Right. And so it took me a while to, <laughs> to gain the courage to finally do it. Yeah. Well, I feel like because I'm experiencing that as well, opening mm-hmm. sky women, you know, mm-hmm. it really is like, it's exciting but the fear and the excitement coexist. (laughs) Exactly. And it's like a daily battle of like telling myself, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is where God has placed me. You have to trust that every single day. I have that conversation. Right. Right. Um, Okay. So when did you start Fort Worth Pelvic Health? So we, it will be a year, the first week of January. So we have made it through a year of opening a business, you know, in in middle of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So is there going to be a birthday party? (laughs) Uh, There should be, there should be, uh, just for making it to this point. We, we shut down for, you know, two months right in the middle there and, but it's been great. And, um, you know, I've, I've really enjoyed it. It's been a great first year. So yeah, I opened it last January, 2020. Awesome. 
Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So I want you to tell our listeners, what is pelvic floor physical therapy? Sure. What does that really mean? Who are yeah. you helping? What does a visit yeah. look like? Yeah. Um, so your pelvic floor, I'm sure, like you said, pelvic floor therapy and DRA and a lot of these things are, they're what I call buzzwords in the last couple of years. They've been sure. a lot of celebrities, I think have been talking about it and it's, it, which is great. Any, any, um, attention that can be brought to it that can educate someone or, or point someone to a service that they need, I'm all for it. So, um, you know, I think your pelvic floor are muscles that work like a hammock at the bottom of your pelvis. And so they have major functions, super tiny muscles. But when there's dysfunction there, it is most of the time a quality of life issue. So um, I always tell my ladies, you know, they should be stabilizing your hips. If they don't stabilize your hips, that can manifest as back pain or, you know, hip pain, knee pain, even ankle or neck pain can be related to your pelvic floor. And these are normally people that have been to a regular PT or, you know, wherever and have not seen improvement and, you know, or we've seen a little improvement and then I plateaued and that pelvic floor is like the missing piece. Most of the time I'm like, you know, your pelvic floor isn't contracting at all. So, you know, other muscles are having to compensate and that always leads to dysfunction and pain. So, um, I see a lot of pregnant women or women wanting to get pregnant, even that want to come and get stronger and get their bodies ready. Um, postpartum is huge, you know, in other countries, it's standard to have postpartum pelvic floor physical therapy. Mm -hmm. U.S. is just a little behind in most mm -hmm. things. And so we're catching up and I do, I have had a handful of women come in and, you know, I've said, what is the issue? What, what concerns are you having? And oh, nothing. I'm just coming in for a check postpartum. I had the baby. I want to make sure my body's ready, you know, when I'm ready to have another or ready for breastfeeding and taking care of an infant and pushing a stroller. And right. I'm like, awesome. Like, I'm so glad you're here. You know? Right. Preventative um, care. And it should be that way. You know, um, I see a lot this year. I have seen a ton of pelvic pain. Um, and I, when I've talked to doctors and OB-GYNs, they, they've even said, we've seen more pelvic pain this year than I think we've ever seen. And I think it's just the stress of this year and the anxiety and all of that leads to tension in our whole body, including our pelvic floor. And that manifests sometimes as pain with intercourse or pain with tampon use or pain in sitting or walking, you know, so, um, lots of pelvic pain this year for sure. And then I have some outliers kind of like a um, broken tailbone. I've had a couple of those, not a ton, but I have, um, core weakness, you know, abdominal separation that didn't go back, you know, six to eight weeks after pregnancy where it should be. Right. So that's kind of in a nutshell if you have in most recently anyways. And it's funny cause they kind of come in cycles. So I'll see a ton of uh, pregnant ladies and then I'll see, you know, then they'll kind of switch to more pelvic pain and then pelvic weakness, maybe incontinence is a really big one. Um, and that can be from pelvic floor strength or pelvic floor weak or pelvic floor weakness or pelvic tension can cause incontinence. And I think that's a misconception that well, my pelvic floor is for sure weak because I'm leaking. Mm -hmm. It actually could be too tight. And so it's just important to go to somebody and see somebody that knows how to actually assess the muscles and determine what actually needs to be worked on. Right. 
I agree completely because as an osteopath, I'm adjusting women in pregnancy and postpartum, and I may do a diaphragmatic release to that pelvic floor, but you do a lot of internal work that as osteopaths, I mean, I am an OB-GYN, so yeah, I know what's going on with your vagina, but with, when it comes to the pelvic floor musculature and the very specialized techniques that you have, that's a very unique skill set. So talk us through a visit. What is a visit with a pelvic floor physical therapist going to look like? Sure. So, you know, the first visit is always your evaluation. It takes a little bit longer. And we look at everything. We look at things that a regular PT would look at, like your balance and are your hips in alignment? And what is one side stronger than the other? Is what does your hip range of motion look like? That's huge. Right. Um, you have more internal rotation than external rotation, you know? Um, and then we'll, we'll test abdominals. Are you using your deep core? Cause most people are not. And so we want to make sure you're activating your deep core. It works right along with your pelvic floor. Um, and so we do kind of like, I call it the external part of the exam first, which is, looking at those type things. Um, we look at leg length. We look at a lot, a lot of things that people are kind of surprised. Like what, what does leg length matter? You know? And it can be huge. And so we look at it all. And then at the end we do, uh, we get consent, make sure you're okay with it. And we start the internal exam. If it's pelvic pain, we may not get very far with that internal exam. We just, I, I tell my ladies, I don't want your pain in here to be over three out of 10. And sometimes they come in with pain with right. you know, over three out of 10. <laughs> so we just take it step by step. And so when I do the internal part of your evaluation, I'm looking at not only strength of the muscles, but endurance and coordination. So you can't just have a strong pelvic floor. Um, your pelvic floor is about 70% endurance fibers and 30% fast twitch, which helps with leaking. So we want both to be working. Um, and we want them to have the endurance to hold your organs up all day long, you know, mm -hmm. um, and then coordination. So some people have a very strong pelvic floor, but it is not coordinated. They cannot coordinate that quick contraction that needs to happen, or we call it a knack when you sneeze or when you cough. So we look at those things, but then I'm looking at mobility of the muscles or, and I'm looking at mobility externally. So are you having trouble having an orgasm? It could be mobility around the clitoris. That's an issue. Um, I'm looking at, is there any tension or trigger points that needs to be released and then length of the muscle. So we always want to gain length before we strengthen something. And so a lot of the time someone has a pretty strong pelvic floor, but it's strong between, you know, 30 to 70% of the full range of that muscle. So we have to make sure the muscle can, you know, lengthen like it needs to also. That's needed for a lot of things like having a bowel movement, having intercourse, those muscles actually, having a baby, those muscles actually have to lengthen for that. Um, we do look at the reflex um, and just make sure sensory wise they're, they're feeling everything. So we test the sacral nerves too. So we do a ton in that evaluation and it gives me a lot of information to develop exercises for those, those patients to start at home, which I think is huge right now. They're like, well, am I gonna have to come see you three times a week? You know, cause I think that's, you know, what typical public or typical physical therapy looks like. Right. But um, my ladies see me once a week and they do a lot at home and they're usually pretty dedicated to improve. So they're doing their exercises at home. And so if we're working on strengthening the pelvic floor so it, we decide through the evaluation it's weakness related 
we're working on a lot of internal tactile cues. So I'm looking at, is your anterior and posterior wall contracting and coming together? Is there a prolapse, you know, and a lot of people don't even know they have a prolapse because there's not symptoms yet. And so, you know, maybe something where the bladder is prolapsing into the vagina and then the anterior wall of the pelvic floor doesn't contract at all. So yeah, they're getting a decent squeeze, but it's all posterior wall and we gotta have the whole thing working, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we do a lot of that kind of stuff for weakness. We do, but we, we get off the table a lot. We do stuff in squatting and single leg standing. I tell ladies, we live against gravity and we live dynamically and we move. So if you're going to someone who's do, having you do exercises on a table the whole hour, you need to go somewhere else. <laughs> you know, that, that pelvic floor has got to work how you work every day, how you work out, how you take care of your kids, you know, so. Right. Um, we do a lot of that kind of stuff. And then I do a lot of manual techniques with the pelvic pain. So we do a lot of internal releases and um, there's trigger points. I think people don't realize that with pelvic pain, sometimes abdominal trigger points that refer to the pelvic floor that need to be released. Um, or I tell ladies, you know, when you go get a massage and they get on top of that knot in your shoulder and it's like, Oh, that really hurts. And you know, but yeah, you have knots in your shoulder from the tension. You get those in your pelvic floor too. So we work on stretching the pelvic floor and then also releasing anywhere there's tension. So I feel like this is so important, especially in COVID area era in COVID era. Yeah, <laughs> We're seeing yeah. more pelvic pain. Yeah. And you have a theory on that. I do. I think it's directly related to the stress and anxiety we feel right now. So I tell my ladies that come in, they're like, I don't know why this happened. I don't know why all of a sudden the last month, you know, intercourse has been unbearable or I've been having pain when I put tampons in or just in sitting, you know, and I'm, you know, do you feel stressed? Well, yeah. Do you feel anxious? Yes. <laughs> you know, and do you, you know, we hold that in all of our bodies, I'll, I'll, I'll notice their shoulders are elevated usually when they come in. I test their breathing. They're normally a chest breather, so they're not breathing with their diaphragm. They're not feeling that belly, you know, expand and fall. Um, and they clench their jaw, so they're having migraines. So it's it's a whole body thing, and that tension that they're feeling everywhere else it it happens in the pelvic floor too. And so anytime you get that tension, there is a possibility that that can lead to pain. Fascinating. I mean, it is true that we, our psychological stress, we definitely feel in our body. We carry it in our body. And sometimes right. we don't even realize it until there is healing, right? Right. Um, so sexual dysfunction, are women coming to you for sexual dysfunction? And if so, how are you helping them with that? So, yeah, so I see that's a a question when they fill out their paperwork, um, intake paperwork, that there's several questions on their sexual health, sexual functioning, um, if there's issues there. And sometimes they answer that on that paperwork and sometimes it's in person because they feel more comfortable to talk to me in person. And so yeah. there's a large percentage of ladies that maybe they're not coming in for that. They're coming in for incontinence or they feel heaviness in their pelvic floor, which is likely prolapse. Um, or, you know, they're having constipation issues. But then as we kind of start to dig and talk about other areas that the pelvic floor impacts, I realize that there is a sexual dysfunction there. Um, and so I have a local um, 
sexual health therapist that I really like. And so she's awesome, especially for anyone that's not just anyone that's experienced trauma, but if there's any kind of, you know, pelvic pain, anytime you're in pain, it's a brain response. And so if you've been in pain, even for a month or two months, your body starts to expect pain with that activity. And so your body starts to anticipate pain with intercourse or pain when you're trying to put a tampon in. And then your body's natural response is to avoid that activity. It's protecting you, you know? Right. And so sometimes I do refer out to a sexual health therapist, um, but we work a lot on just anchoring into our parasympathetic nervous system mm-hmm. and things that help with that, you know, any kind anything that can help with that yoga. I love deep breathing. Um, we do a lot of, I do a lot of yoga techniques, um, in my treatment plan. So those stretches, anything that can relax and lengthen the pelvic floor is what we want to be doing. I have them do pelvic drops all throughout the day. And most of the time we have to learn how to do that. Their pelvic floor is so tight and tense that they cannot release it. So they need a session or two just to learn how to release their pelvic floor. And then they start doing that, working that into their day. When they start feeling that stress build and that tension build and their shoulders start to come up to their ears, not only take a deep belly breath and bring those shoulders down, but do a pelvic drop and try to release your pelvic floor too. Awesome. And so are men getting pelvic floor physical therapy as well? Men do get pelvic floor physical therapy. So I am specialized in women, persons with vaginas. Yeah. So, um, but yes, men and adults, sometimes there are people that are specialized in adolescent uh, pelvic floor therapy too. So um, we have a couple therapists in Dallas that I love that specialize in um, adolescent and men. So I have had a couple though call and ask. And so I prefer sent them that way. But um, eventually when I'm ready to bring somebody on, I'm hoping it'll be somebody that knows the male pelvic floor because I think it's super important too. Sure. Yeah. As the business grows. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So what I hear you saying in regards to a pelvic floor physical therapy visit, I'm just trying to wrap my brain around it, which I've already scheduled my appointment to come and see you because I've had four babies. So Lord knows I can benefit from it. And I want to know because I like to be as a consumer, I like to be able to refer patients to what I trust and what I know. Right. So yeah. I love it. Yeah. I'm so excited. But I'm envisioning you come in and we get to know each other and get the external evaluation, the internal evaluation, education, maybe some techniques there. And then maybe we're back on the mat in different sessions. Because if I understand correctly, you put out a yoga mat and you're teaching me the exercises that I'm going to be doing at home. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I take everything that I get from that evaluation and I develop a home exercise program just for you. It normally takes me a couple hours. And I mean, I go through and there's a lot of education in there, but we normally have already gone through it in your evaluation. It's just kind of a reminder. Um, And if you want to look back on it and read it, so that's for you to work on at home. That second appointment, we go through all of those things make sure you're doing them okay, that you're doing them well. A lot of times it takes another, um, some more internal work because the pelvic floor is not turning on still. Those pelvic floor contractions are still way too hard or we're not getting a quality contraction. Um, so we may have to do that the second session. Sometimes the second session, you've got it. Like your pelvic floor is contracting like it should or it's relaxing like it should and we're ready to progress. And so every session, um, pretty much I'm progressing my ladies and we're moving on to the next thing. Cause like I said, they're, they're pretty determined to, to get better, you know, and they're, they're working on their stuff at home. And so, um, 
it takes, I, I always say, because people ask, you know, how many sessions do you think it's going to take? And I can't give you an exact number, but normally I see my ladies three to six times and we're done. Um, and that's it. You know, sometimes with pelvic pain, if it's been, well, I had pelvic pain the first time I had intercourse and that was 15 years ago. Okay. Well, working with a lot of back issues and, you know, maybe some trauma or maybe, you know, so um, you know, that may take 10 sessions, a little longer, but that's very rare. And, uh, and then of course I have my repeat ladies that, you know, they come in the early trimesters and then they come for their birth prep and then I see them again postpartum and I love that. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I, we're doing a lot. We're doing regular exercise and I'm teaching exercise, but we're also, um, doing a lot of neuromuscular reeducation of the, of the pelvic floor. That's awesome. So you're developing a personalized exercise stretching plan for each patient yeah i mean maybe if it's somebody that wants to get back to running we do a lot of pelvic floor work in single leg standing if you think about it running you're hopping from one leg to the other we've got to have that pelvic floor working against the impact of the ground you know the ground force and so it just depends on you know who you are do you want to be able to do crossfit and you have a ton of abdominal um, pressure when you're lifting or you know and so it's very individualized and specific and I can't say I've had one person that has gone through the same you know process as somebody else that's really awesome yeah. Yeah. what a fantastic service um, okay so you answered on average how many visits and the patient education that you do along the way is just phenomenal because you're empowering those with vaginas to yeah. um, be in control of their pelvic floor. Right. That's yeah. pretty fantastic. And I think just take their life back. You know, I think this is something that they've, a lot of times they've had going on for a while and they've just talked to other women that have said, well, or their mom that has said, well, this is normal or their grandmother. Well, I had that too, you know? And so we've normalized it. Um, Which is so of, unfortunate. Yes. Instead of saying, yeah, it's so common, but normal, no, you know? And so um, I think just knowing that, yeah, I see ladies like you all the time, or I had a patient an hour ago with the same diagnosis, not that you're going to have the same treatment plan, but I think them knowing that there's are other women coming in for this, you know, it's not just you and that you can take your life back. And it, within two months, you could not be leaking when you thought this was just your life because you've had, you know, three kids or whatever, you know? So I think that's huge. Yeah. So you're saying that they could jump on the trampoline with their kids and not wet their <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It, yes, it is. So, and it's so funny because when I ask about leaking sometimes, you know, if someone comes in for something else, do you have any, you know, urine or bowel leaking? Oh, no, 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 I don't leak at all. Well, on the trampoline, yes, but that's, that's normal. On the trampoline, I do leak. <laughs> nope, not normal still. <laughs> so, uh, but we have, we've normalized it, and, uh, but that doesn't have to be how life is. That's awesome. That's yeah. very exciting. Okay, well, tell our listeners how they can find you. Yeah. So I have an Instagram. It's just FW pelvic health. And I try to do, you know, mom of three, try to keep up with posting on there, but I try to post a lot of education there because I think that's as, as much information as I can get out to women, um, the better, you know, to, like you said, empower them and to let them take charge of their health and their life. And so I do a lot of education on the Instagram and then I have a website that, um, is, um, www.fwpelvichealth.com 
and it has a booking link. And so, um, like you said, we're, we're located within Restore and Revive too, which is a wellness center in Fort Worth. And it's amazing. And we have all kinds of practitioners and providers in there. Um, but we have a great front desk staff and you can always call R&R and book or change an appointment or whatever too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's yes. a beautiful facility. They yes. won't want to leave. Uh, yeah, most people say that. They come in, they're like, I don't know where I am, but I'm going to come back. I'm like, yes, yeah. And what else can I do in here? I'm like, let me tell you, because I've done it all. You know? So it's great. Exactly. Okay. So a couple of rapid fire questions. Yeah. Uh, what's that one thing that keeps you centered? Uh, I think my faith. Yeah. Um, I was raised, I was raised Baptist. I, I just identify as Christian now. And, um, you know, I think we all have a purpose and if I can just remind myself daily of that purpose, then I'll, I'll be okay. <laughs> yes. I think that keeps a lot of us grounded, especially in this crazy time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's on your nightstand? Can you oh read anything God. good? <laughs> yeah. So I'm reading um, Get Out of Your Head Right Now by Jenny Allen. Ah. And it's great. And it's just, you know, it is faith-based, but it's, it has great practical applications to how to stop the negative thought process, which I think we all could use this year. And I've, I've tried to, you know, I get, get better at it, but it, it goes through and gives you like practical things you can put in place when you start down this path, a spiral of like negative thought, negative thought leads to negative emotion. How can we stop that? You know, one thought can, it's, it's based one thought can change your life. And so it's really good. I completely agree with this theory. Our thoughts create our emotions, which then create our actions, which then lead to our results. And sometimes we're not getting the results we want. Exactly. And it's all because of what we're thinking. Exactly. <laughs> and we don't realize it goes back that far, but those little thoughts that sometimes you don't even realize yeah. you're having. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially as a female entrepreneur as well, it's so easy to have imposter syndrome or to feel like mm -hmm. somebody else is doing it better or to feel like you don't deserve to be in that space right. instead of just owning it just wearing yeah. your crown because right, exactly <laughs> because your service is serving other women right i mean you're you're offering your skill your passion in service to other women and right. in my opinion that's worship yeah i completely agree yep yeah awesome okay how how would you describe a perfect day oh my gosh um if I can have Mexican food, it's a perfect day. So <laughs> take me to Joe T. Garcia's on the patio with a margarita and I think, I, and maybe some queso and I'm good. Yeah, that's my, that's 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 my perfect day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, you know, I think sometimes I am wishing for day and I don't even realize that it was it was you know today it's crazy and I get to the end of the day I'm like oh, I wish this and that I'm like you know I got to see my three kids I got to tuck them into bed I got to work with women all day and and change their lives and improve their quality of life and you know be that shoulder to cry on and it was a great day as tired as I am I know you I know you feel me but Absolutely. Um, I think the perfect day is what you make it absolutely and I think that counting your wins is so important. It's so easy for our negative Nelly or whatever you want to call her um, 
that negative voice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's you negative know. Nancy at our house. Yeah. 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 I think I, I named mine Crystal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Shut up, Crystal. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Um, I feel like it's so easy for us to, you know, kind of go down that rabbit hole of, well, I didn't get this done and I didn't get that done. And you know, the house should be clean or whatever the scenario is, instead of just really counting your blessings and saying, you know what, I laugh with my kids today and we had dinner together and I, whatever milestone you hit at work, you know I mean? Like, right. Good things are happening. So let's not focus on the negative. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Beautiful. All right. Well, everyone go look up, uh, Jessica at Fort Worth Pelvic Health either on her website or on Instagram. She's doing great things. Your Instagram account is beautiful. I noticed you have done like a complete revamp in the last month and I'm so impressed. Thank <laughs> you. It. I have had some help, um, but yeah, it's been great. And that's kind of our, uh, that's my, my goal is to be more, more consistent with being on. So, cause I think it is important, but I mean, I am not a social media person. Like, I know. <laughs> I know it does really breed, um, comfort level. I think for patients yeah. though, you know, before you walk in the door, they feel like, okay, yeah. I know her and she's educating me online. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, if I'm going to go to somebody, I'm going to look them up on Instagram first. Let me look like, let me see who this person is. <laughs> you <know>? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, keep doing all the good, Jessica. Thank you for joining us today. It's such a pleasure to get the word out in regards to pelvic floor physical therapy. Thanks. See you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.